Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Recall Productions. Today, I am here with Pancho Villa. How's it going, man? It's going good, bro. It's going really good. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Just uh, I was listening to your music, and I was just like, holy crap, Like I need to get this guy on. I appreciate that, man. For real, thank you so much. Yeah, man. Uh, but what's your what's your inspiration? Um, uh, like you know, to like making music and stuff. Like you know, what inspired you to? Um, I mean, really, it's gonna go based on the damn having, bro. Like, I don't really like pre-plan a song or anything like that. I don't make songs that I can go like, oh, I need to make one that sounds like this, or I need to make one that sounds like that. I kind of just go, I'll, I'll, like, if I'm in the mood of laying down something or something like that. I'll look up an instrumental or find a producer that you know makes beats that I'm that I like, and if I hear something that I go like I, like I'm feeling that way that day, I'll start writing it down and start going based off that man, based off pretty much day by day basis. That's dope. And uh, and uh, is there any particular artist that inspired you to start making music? I would honestly, my my father, bro, he was in a rock band and stuff like that. Um, you know, watching him grow, you know, with his band, he would practice at the crib, and I would watch him play and sing and stuff like that. Um, he used to take his guitar everywhere, man. So he would, at parties, like at get-togethers for the fam, he would always be the one, like, hey, bring out the guitar, and he'd bust it out, sing with the whole fam and stuff like that. And, I mean, watching that made me want to get into it, man, so... He was my biggest inspiration as an artist. But, I mean, other than that, like, I have a ton of different genres of artists that I would, I guess, idolize. Not necessarily idolize like that, but that I would be inspired by. But top it off is my dad. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, because, I mean, I listened to, like, literally all of your music uh, these past few days and stuff. And, you know, like, I heard the 956 shit. That was uh-huh. really, That was really dope, kind of different. Yeah, uh, and then I heard the Hancho Villa stuff, and that that stuff was really really good. I liked it, and then yeah. I also heard the uh, uh, fuck. Reverie oh yeah, Echo? yeah. I, I have troubles. I have trouble freaking saying that. Is it Reverie's Echo? Yeah, Reverie's Echo. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that 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 was pretty freaking dope, and um, we'll definitely talk about that later. But uh, um, you know, when it comes to like writing your music and stuff, like. Like, is it lyrics first or, like, well, how's your writing process? It's 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 on and off, bro. It'll be either be lyrics first. Well, so I'll start off, like, throughout the day, I'll, like, random lyrics will come to my head that hit to me different. So I'll write them down um, on my little notepad on my iPhone. And then uh, once I, I find an instrumental or a beat that I like, I will find the melody to that first. Uh, like I'll hum it out, or like I'll mumble words. I'll be like la 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 la, la or whatever, you know. I'll record yeah. that, and then I'll go back to my notes and go through like each and every note and see which one is like it's like a puzzle piece for me. You know what I mean? Like okay, this lyric is gonna go with this. This one's gonna go here, and I'll build off that, and then I'll start writing from there. That's that's actually pretty dope, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. And if if I'm going into like a rap song or like somebody's asking me for a feature, a feature, I'll, I'll uh, sometimes I'll, I'll just go and start writing like that. It depends, man. It just depends on like the type of genre. Because usually rap, I can't really find like a melody type thing. I'll just start going and start writing some bars and ly- lyrically and start going with that. But I'll still also go back to my notes and use what I have as like ready, for, you know, to use it so I don't like just sit on it forever. Yeah, so that you can have something to fall back on. 
Exactly. And uh, I did want to ask, uh, where does the name Hancho Villa come from? You know, man, it's funny, bro. It was a long time ago. Me and my buddy, uh, his name's Castle. Um, we were sitting in the studio. We would freestyle all the time together. Just go back and forth, you know, just just catch a vibe with each other. And one time I, I misunderstood him. I think I, I, he said Pancho Villa, but I, I could have sworn he said Hancho Villa. And I thought it was super, like, awesome wordplay. Like, I was like, man, I, I really like that. That sounds like a really creative name, bro. And I suggested, like, instead of going by Castle, go by Hancho Villa. But he kind of, like, laughed it off and, like, thought it was kind of funny at first. But I was like, dude, like, I was dead serious. I was like, dude, this is a badass <laughs> name. If you're not going to use it, then I'm going to change my name to that. I used to go by Wicked, Wicked D, which was my dad's rap name whenever he was young. So. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So I just changed it to that. And ever since then, bro, this was, like, maybe, like, 2016 probably, bro. And it just stuck with me since then. That's, that's pretty dope. Hey, uh, by any chance, uh, does your dad have any music, like? Oh, yeah, he doesn't really have anything, like, out out like that, bro. He used to be one of those CD guys, you know. He would, he had his band oh, okay. and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. so he would push out CDs and stuff. I've been trying to get his music out. I just haven't had the full time to actually go and commit to, like, making the Spotify, the distro kit or whatever, putting yeah, all yeah. that info on there because he doesn't want really trust trust credit cards. Like, being out there, I, get, I don't know, he's real old school. Yeah, <laughs> so nah, he doesn't really, I, I like... <laughs> go about that but i'm working on it man like i have a couple songs that i i've been pushing for him to go ahead and record and stuff like that so we're we're trying to get it out there i just he doesn't really have the time as much as i do and our schedules are just like a little off dude that's freaking that's wild that would be pretty cool too yeah he's, um, his music's good bro anybody who's heard him they know and they know my pops they know him more than my music bro <laughs> uh honestly you should make a you should make a song with your dad or a few that's how I started, bro. It's a funny thing, man. Uh, my dad used to go to the studio called Two Mix Studio, uh-huh. and I would go watch him. It was here in Harlingen. and it used to be right there by Save a Lot or whatever it used to be called Save a Lot. I think it's like the La Michigana now. But on the corner, it was Two Mix Studio, and he would go there every single day and just lay down, lay down something, lay down something. And I would watch him, and he got into it. He he got me into it because he gave me a program on my computer called Acid Pro, and I would go and mess around and make beats on there. And stuff like that, and because it came with loops and stuff, it was super easy, like, uh, for a kid and stuff. I was probably, like, 10 years old when I started messing with that. But he would come, and then, like, after the studio, I would still be awake, and he would be like, oh, you know, like, let me put a... I would tell him, can you put a guitar rhythm for me? And he would, and he would come up with a melody for me and stuff like that, melody, like, uh, lyrically. And I would have him come on a song, and then I would just go and, like, feature myself on there type of thing. Oh hell yeah, dude! That's yeah, cool. also I was super little, you know, so I think it was it was awesome for me to start off like that. I had a good yeah. person like to teach me to start off. Yeah, because you started off like at ten, I believe, right? I think is what I read on your. On yeah, the I thing started that I actually laying down like lyrics and stuff like that when I was twelve. I started making beats on Acid Pro when I was like ten. Yeah. Man, that's freaking wild. Yeah, it was it was crazy. The only reason I know that, bro, is because whenever Hurricane Dolly hit. My window busted open. That's like fucking, you know, that was years ago. If you're from Harlem, you don't remember Hurricane Dolly a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I remember Dolly. Okay, okay. So whenever <laughs> that hit, bro, my window broke, and I was making beats at the time. So that's how young I was, you know. I'm 27 now, so. Damn, that's wild. And yeah, like, I, I ended up, like, I ended up, like, I think I, was, I think I got drunk and I just fell asleep during Hurricane Dolly. I was like, eh, if anything happens, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Too, I was way too young for it. <laughs> oh man, that's wild. And uh, crap. 
He literally got me all excited right now. I'm just like, let's <laughs> freaking raid. <laughs> right? All hype. Yeah. Peace, it, peace, Ale. Ah, right? Yeah, for real. Uh, and uh, who would you like to... Uh, who would you like to uh, collaborate with uh, if you had the chance, whether you're here in the Valley or, or you know, worldwide or, you know, nationwide? You know, I've, I've thought about it, you know, a lot. And, I I mean, anybody that wants to work with me, bro, I'll work with them. But I, I think I would want to work with somebody that's, like, lyrically inclined to see if I could hold up with them. Like, maybe, like, Kendrick or J. Cole, Eminem. Like, see if I can actually create something with them that, I can hold up to that, and if I and if I could do that, you know what I mean. Like I'll, I'll feel pretty confident in the music industry. But I mean, if I were to do this marketing wise, and you know, brain wise, I would obviously go with Drake because anything Drake really touches will blow up. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think that's the route I would take. Have you uh, do you listen to uh to Immortal Technique? Yeah, I've heard. I, I, I've heard. Uh, obviously, uh, Dancing with the Devil. I think is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, Dancing with the Devil. Yeah, and you that's never know. the only. That's the only one I've heard. Like you know, I can't really say I've sat down and looked up a lot of his songs, but when I hear that song, dude, he 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 mercs it lyrically, bro. He he destroys it. Like it's storytelling wise, and at the end, if you have the extended version, I believe, and he's just fuck. He goes back to back, murking it like. Oh, like you, you thought you thought you, you thought you motherfuckers were done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, part, bro. Yeah, exactly. I, I when he one. goes into that, like that part, he just starts going bar for bar, bro. He's not even telling a story. He's just like ripping them up, bro. Yeah, it, it was just kind of like a freestyle at the end. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, awesome. yeah. But he, the lyrics he's spitting is some real ass shit, bro. I've always really enjoyed that part of the, the song. Yeah, or Vinny Paz. Uh, I think he was part of the Jedi mind trick. Okay, I've never heard of him actually. See, I haven't done enough research into that, like with Mortal Technique enough. But I'll, I will, man. I'll check him out. Yeah, dude. I, I honestly suggest, like, whenever I talk to like hip hop artists, whether it be through interview or through just you know like face to face, like that's one thing that I ask him about, like you know Immortal Technique or Vinny Paz, because like I know we all we can you know go hours talking about Eminem. But, Mainstream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Immortal Technique and Vinny Paz are like the underground, and I'm just kind of like, dude, those people, those two dudes should be heard, honestly. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, I, I wish I, when I was younger, bro, I didn't really have like a cell phone. I didn't really have like an MP3 because we were so broke. Like I, I would, I wouldn't really be able to get those type of things. Like if I, if my parents were gonna spend money for me on something, I would ask for like a skateboard because I was so big. I would always be snapping stuff. So. I wouldn't ask for those type of things. So I would strictly go based off whatever music my dad would give me at that time because I just had my computer. Oh, yeah. So I would, that's all he would know was like Eminem, fucking the mainstream stuff, bro. Like I actually didn't discover really Kendrick's music till like after I had already graduated, bro. And then that's a, the crazy part. I graduated in 2014 and I probably didn't start actually jamming Good Kid Mad City until I was probably like 23, 24. So like I kind of like got into it like at a later ver like version of myself, but I, when if I was younger, I knew I would have fucking taken over. Like I didn't like, do the whole LimeWire thing. I didn't have it in the computer like that. Like I oh just, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, but you know I think it kind of it helped me in the long run because I couldn't bite anybody's sound. I just ended up sticking to myself. Yeah, dude, and I could actually like hear like like and your style your sound is like so different than like. Your stuff, like, like you know, you can't really compare a song, one of your songs to another yeah. song, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. That's what I like and, about it. 
a lot of people have told me that, bro. They, they they can't really put their finger on like what I'm trying or what I'm doing in the industry. And I was like, I mean, for me, it's just that's just what I mean. I, I've always done, bro. Like my, I've seen my dad do that. Come home from after jamming out on a rock session to come and just rap on the fucking mic. You know what I mean? Like that's just the type of music I've been around. I would go from my dad's house from rocking, and my uncle would be in hip hop to Enrique Iglesias to my grandma jamming fucking. Santos and fucking my grandpa jamming, uh, like Marco Antonio Solis and all that type of stuff, bro. Jose Damn, Jose. you had it all. <laughs> yeah, and I was in choir too, man. I grew up pretty much my whole life in choir, so I knew all the classical music, man, and that was where I would come into. So everything, I guess, that I was around is kind of what I can mess around with, I guess. So it helped me out a lot. Yeah, it gave you a very diverse sound. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I just do whatever comes to my heart at the day. So I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Yeah, man. I honestly, like, I like I literally, like, whenever I go into, like, listening to an artist, whether I'm going to interview them or not, uh, like, I study, like, you know, their, like, their, their, uh, like, the way that they spit, uh-huh. the way that they, you know, put the words together. The way, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I, like I try to like maybe hear their breathing, even though you really can't hear it or anything. Yeah, I take mine out, dude, a hundred percent. Like I'll cut them out on my a lot of my beats or the songs that I do. Yeah, bro. Like I don't know. I I try to pay attention to so much of the song that I kind of just like okay, I'm gonna study the hell out of this. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. And uh, talking about songs and stuff, like I wanna. Like, what is your mindset when writing a song? Uh, like, I know we talked about, like, I think spitting, spitting the song or whatever. Yeah. But, like, when you're writing a song, like, um, like, do you write a depressing song when you're happy or do you write a happy song when you're depressed or or vice versa? Like, you know, how how does it come? I get you. Yeah. I get you. Like, how does it, like, what do I get inspired by or what helps me write a sad song or a happy song? Um. For me, really, bro, I can write a sad song when I'm happy. You know, I I can I can dive deep. It, it just depends, bro. Like really on the on my mood. Like I don't necessarily have to be in a sad or upset mood for me to go ahead and write about it. Sometimes there'll be something that's just crawling in, out in, inside me that I don't even recognize. Like I said, I'll be thinking about lyrics all day, and then you know by the end of the day, I'll have a whole song just in different lyrics that are just about the same type of to- topic. And then I'll just go and like, okay, well, this really suits together, and this beat is here, like, perfect for this type of sound. Like, this is what I if I if I can go and I'll tap into my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, I'll tap down when I'm recording. When it's time for me to hit that mic, like, I'll hit to that where I need it, where I need to hit it because it, it's really it's real emotion. But yeah, it, I don't totally. necessarily have to be sad or crying for me to go and write a sad song, and I don't necessarily have to be happy for me to go and write a happy song either. Like, sometimes I have a shitty ass day. But that'll make me want to go and turn it around and be like, well, fuck it. Let's let's fucking hype myself up, bro. Like, how can I get out of this? And I'll just write some fucking bullshit. Or sometimes I'll just start talking shit, bro. Like, that'll help me a lot. You know what I mean? Just talking shit, like, whatever the fuck. Like, the, the last track I dropped was Hardcore Mexicans. Um, that one's really based just me talking shit to the government and saying, well, like, this is what you think a Mexican is. Well, this is what the fuck I'm going to be type shit, you know? Yeah, and that's, that's pretty well, like. You know, but yeah, like you know, it's it's our it's our society, and you know, like I guess our our culture, like like you know, being Mexicans and stuff, 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, it was just around a time where it was just like, Mexicans are doing this, Mexicans doing that. It was just like, dude, you really think we're like that? Well, this is how we are, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I take a lot of shots, a couple shots at the government at the end. I, I, I rep the Valley for it. I I rep Texas. Like, the whole song is just basically, you know, we're fucking, we out here, bro. We are hard. We are hardcore type shit. Mexicans are taking over the industry a lot over, like, fucking Mexican OT, D-Baby, fucking... Wait, the baby is Mexican? I think he is. Shit. I might be wrong on that. He looks Mexican. He is. No, yeah, he is Mexican. Because he said oh, he, has, he has that heart as Mexican as, or whatever. I, I didn't know that the baby was Mexican. That's why. Yeah, yeah. D-baby, not the baby. Oh, oh, it's a different one. Yeah, yeah they're different, bro. Yeah. Oh, but they're okay. like, he's like... from Texas. Yeah, he's from Texas. Mexican OT, too. Oh, Mexican OT. Yeah, I like Mexican OT. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's a good person. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, can you can you tell me about the song I Keep? I Keep. Well, you know, I'll be completely honest, bro. Like that's that's Honda's music. Um, well, Honda Honda's came music. up with yeah yeah yeah. Honda came up with that song himself, 100%. He recorded it at Robbie Reyna's uh, home. I had he asked me to hop on it, and I just I had a verse that I actually wrote a long time ago, uh-huh. and I just never dropped the song. So like. Uh, I just ended up spitting it on there, and it just worked out perfect like that, man. But honestly, that oh, was okay. all Honda. He wrote that himself, man. Oh, shit. And uh, what about Pisale? Pisale. So, I mean, we, uh, me and Honda are, like, not really on that great of terms, but I'll, I'll tell you 100%, like, how it started. So that was actually mine and Honda's first song that we came up together with. Um, I had the song idea for the longest time. I had the instrumental and I like I whenever he asked to link up with me and stuff like that, I I came over to his crib. He showed me some of his music, and I was like, oh well, this guy would be cool to do this song with because he knows Spanish a lot more than I do. He's a lot more fluent in Spanish than me, and he's into the car community more than I am and stuff like that. So um, I showed him the song. I told him I was like I I was like I have this song like puro Chevy car, puro fiero car, and that's all I had at that point. And yeah. then um, he, I, I was like, I don't really know that many, like, car lingo, stuff like that. Like, I just thought this would be kind of cool. Um, and I had, at that time, I was already sitting on it for, like, about two years, bro. And then uh, Honda came up with the, he gave me some more lingo on, like, what to say and stuff like that. And he was the one who came up with the piece of the piece of the car. And I was oh, like, oh, okay. cool. Yeah, we should repeat that then a couple times and stuff like that. And then he wrote his verse with the the Spanish stuff like that. And then I came in with the whole screamo part and all that shit just to kind of like, because the beat hits super fucking hard right there. It was like, yeah, I knew I knew that's what I wanted to do from the very time I heard the beat. I wanted to come in second on that verse, bro, because I already I knew what I was going to do with that. Yeah, yeah. And what's funny, bro, is like that puro 956 shit before I spit that before we even made 956. Like, I I just wrote, yeah, yeah, I wrote that part and. I was like, Boro nine five six shit, and it was just wordplay for me. And then after that, like we did a couple shows, and we kind of like, oh, we should stick with nine five six. Like, and that's how it started. Yeah, because I remember, because I remember when you guys came up, like, um, like I heard, uh, like I'm a huge fan of Enda Hero Prevails, and um, Croy ended up dropping a nine five six or nine five six, and then I was just uh-huh. like. I was just like, holy smoke, now there's a there's an artist that's going by 956 shit. I'm like, that's cool. See, and I didn't even know that at the time, bro. Like, I didn't, because I wasn't too in, heavily involved in the music community like that. 
just because like I was just barely like kind of getting back into the whole groove and like being comfortable with dropping music like that consistently. And uh, I think there was like a whole issue with them for a while because I think they said like, oh, we're taking their brand and stuff like that. I was like, man, I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just eh, it's music stuff. But I mean, it wasn't a big deal at the end of the day. It was everything got resolved. It was cool. Yeah. Um. Can you talk to me about the song Judge Me? Because I don't know. That one kind of oh, hit yeah. me a little bit. Hell yeah, bro. That was actually like one of the first songs where I could say that I kind of like discovered like what I wanted to do with the music. Like, um, that was actually the first video I shot for myself too, bro. And it was just something that I just, that song like really for a long time was just like the definition of what I wanted to be in this music industry. It was just like, fuck you. Like, I don't care. Like, you can't judge me for shit. And for a long time, a lot of people fuck with it. Whenever I would perform that song live, it just got the crowd hyped. It got everybody, like, interested in looking my way, and I just enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, I enjoyed performing the song. And, dude, whenever I, the first hook that I had for that song, it just did not go. And that was the first time I actually said, well, you know what, like, let me try it like this. Let me try screaming it a bit. And I was walking around my apartment at the time, and I was like, man, how can I, how can I do it? And I just did it, bro, and I messed with it on the like the the frequencies and changed around a couple of things, added a couple of distortion a bit, and I was like, damn, like this sounds so fucking raunchy, but so real. Like I I, I don't know, man, I just stuck with me with right there, and I was like, this could be my, this is where I discovered like screaming as my ad lib type shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. And I, I and I love that, you know, like like I love that artists are doing that, like like when it comes to hip hop and stuff, I'm just like. Like, dude, that's that's cool. Like, or what? It, like, yeah, yeah. I I, I'm not a. I can't really do it like that. But, <laughs> but dude, it took I'm me a like, long time to scream, bro. Like, I wasn't always like a good like screaming person. I know to this day I'm still not, bro. Like, I kind of whisper scream is what people call it. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it just sounds good on the mic, and it sounds it brings out the energy, the liveness of the song, and it sounds. I love it. Hell yeah, dude. I I mean I can't wait to hear more music from you because. Because honestly, like, like yeah, I'm here in the Valley and stuff, but, like, there's so many other music that, I, that I've been listening to, and I'm just like, fuck, like, I really want to get down here to the Valley and to the Valley artists, like, um, you know, because I know that there's a lot of, you know, like... Hidden talent. No, there is. Yeah, man, yeah. no, hidden talent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, bro, there is, man. There's a lot of different ones. Like, Bakari, I think, is the only other person that came close to, like, kind of what I was going for. Like, I guess, sound-wise. But I wasn't going trying to do too much, like, trap, uh, hardcore, like, or trap. Oh, I forgot what he calls it. Trap, metalcore, trap, trap. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, see, see, I haven't even heard Bakri's music either, like. Yeah, check him out, bro. He's got some good he got some good bangers, bro. He's, he's definitely somebody that was, like, started, though, like, his own genre like that. I, I don't know what he calls it. I'm so sorry, Bakri, if you hear this dog. I forgot what it's called, but um, he, he does his own thing like that. Like, he, he started his own little wave like that, and. I mean, I, I feel like I started my own little wave myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really try to compare myself to Bach or anything like that. But I know that he was also, like, screaming on his shit like that, too. And uh, he's a cool dude, too, man. So if you haven't checked his music out, I definitely suggest you check it out, bro, because he's got some hidden bangers there. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check that one out or check him out. Uh, and uh, what about Hits Different, man? Because that song, I don't know, that one really spoke to me, too, like, like you know, it's right different. now I'm going down the right now I'm going down the line of the songs that just kind of like you know spoke to me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that was actually with uh, Royal Towers was his name at the time. I don't know if he changed it around, 
But uh, he hit me up for a feature, man. Now I, I told him I was like, hell yeah, let's get it, man. He sent me the song, and I heard what he was spitting on it, and I was just like, okay, like you're going for like a real ass kind of type of vibe. So I just stuck with that, man. Like I kind of spit some realness about myself, you know, like being a father and not being able to really show emotions as much as I would like because of the fact that I'm a father, you know, yeah, working so much and stuff like that. And I just went with that, bro. And basically what I, what, when I started going out to that, I got in emotions and all this stuff. So like, you know, I get told a lot, like, um, right now I'm going through like a law case where I can't, I, I have to quit smoking because of the fact that I, I fucking got charged with marijuana and stuff like that, which I mean, I don't give a fuck, but I, I just kind of expressed how I felt about it. Like, fuck, so pass me the bottle and blunt. I've been working all week. Let me kick off my sneaks. Like, you know, like, just let me be me, bro. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing what I can to take care of my kid. I'm doing what I can to pay for my bills and all this stuff. Like, just let me be me at the end of the day. If I'm doing what I, ha- what I have to do, there's nothing wrong with me being whatever I want to be on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, and that's what I loved about that song. Just, like, the real rawness about about the lyrics and stuff, like, yeah, like, I thought yeah. I thought that shit. I was like, "Damn, I gotta spin this all over again." Like, let's let's take it back <laughs> to the top. <laughs> yeah, bro, we laid that one down that vocal line with my boy Lottie, man. So he's the one who mixed it and produced that shit. And yeah, bro, like that was just one of the first collabs that I can say I really enjoyed, like spinning some realness. Like it wasn't no bullshit type thing, you know? Yeah, hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, uh, I yeah, and uh. Uh fuck, I'm gonna butcher butcher this name again, but uh Rev Reverie's Echo. Reverie's Echo. Uh yeah, I heard the yeah. I heard without you, man. Can you talk to me about that song? Yeah, man. Um so I mean it was I, I've known Eagle Eye Visions, which is Adrian Visions for the longest time, bro. He's a photographer, has videographer, really great oh, yeah, at what yeah, he yeah. does. Um I've known him for like a with the whole 956 thing, you know, I had been wanting to get a video from him for the longest time, and our first video was done by him, bro, and it went ever since then, bro, like, I just really fuck with his work, I've enjoyed working with him, he's never really given me an issue, i probably given him an issue or two, but, like, we we passed through it, he's a good person, man, and um, I had that song without you recorded on, like, a song already, like, just as a reference, like, I never dropped it, but he was in his own band and stuff like that, and he was a rocker. So I just sent it to him, like, hey, bro, you know, check it out. Like, let me know what you think type shit. And he was like, bro, this is a really good song. Like, you should definitely move forward with it. He was like, um, you know, like, what do you think if we go record it and I'll fucking come up with a guitar pattern and we'll fucking, like, work, lay it down and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, like, I'm fucking for it, you know? Like, at this point, you know, I don't mind doing anything or working with anybody, you know? So... We we go, we lay down, we test out the waters, and, dude, the song comes out fucking great. Like, it comes out different than how it originally sounded, but different enough for me to really fuck with it. Yeah. And he it was Vision's idea, like, bro, let's do the video today. I'm going to do it AI. And I was like, bro, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm with whatever the fuck work you want to put into it. Let's get it. So we went, we shot the video, bro. I got the camera. I filmed him a little bit. He filmed me for a bit at this abandoned spot that he knew in McAllen. And uh, just from there, you know, it just it started becoming a thing, man. Um, I showed it to a lot of my friends, and they like it a lot. So they really want some more of that. And I we have a new song coming out called Fall, and it's already recorded and everything. We just need to do a video, and probably within the next month it'll be out. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, um, hell yeah. I, yeah. I like that. I like the rock stuff. Yeah, I really I, – when I heard the song, I was like, okay, like, this is totally completely different. Like, Yeah, bro, I know, man. 
I've always wanted to be in a rock band. Like, I've always had, because of watching my dad, you know, it's just, it's just in my blood, bro. Like, I want to do it. So when he said, like, you want to do it, I was like, hell fucking yeah, I want to do it, man. Let's do it. Yeah, and, uh, like, same same here. Like, I mean, I was, like, I suck at singing or rapping or any of that stuff, but I was just like, you know what? Like, since I can't be up front where I want to be, I'm just going to be in the background and I'm just going to, like, make a podcast and, you know, shoot the shit with the with the few musicians and see where that takes me. <laughs> hey, no, dude, that's awesome, bro. Shit, that's that's cool as hell, bro. I I started vlogging too, man. I started doing a little bit of vlogs myself, just working with different artists. Um, you know, going to the studio with different artists, just so I can like not necessarily too much for the people, but for when I get my ass older and I can't fucking do it no more, I can come back and be like, dude, I remember this time. I remember this time. Like it's just all documented, you know. Or if I yeah. do blow up, shit, I got it there. Ah. Like, yeah, you know, you I mean, can, it just it's easily be like, look, you need some old footage right here, man, right here. Go to my old YouTube, stuff like you that. Could, you could use it for a story or a documentary or something. Exactly, like. yeah, exactly. So I I just started doing it more recently. Hell yeah, dude, that's dope. I, I don't know how to vlog or anything, so I'm just going to like, ah. Uh, dude, you, get, you have an iPhone? I have an iPhone, yeah. Look, bro, you, get just, you just start recording throughout your day, bro. Get yourself the app called CapCut. Oh, I have um, CapCut. Okay, bro, dude, that's all you need, man. That's all I use. My iPhone okay. CapCut. And I just vlog throughout the day. Um, if I get something funny, you know, I just kind of get it on camera and I'll just cut it up, man. Just I, and, and I'll put the videos in order. And it'll come up to like 40 minutes of video and I'll just chop it up to like at least 20 to 13. No more than 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, try it out, bro. You might figure out some a new thing to do. You know what I mean? It's It's fun. It's fun to actually do. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to try to check it out and see. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool. You never know, bro. You know, if you get something working with, like, a, like another artist or something like that, or if you're going to go to an event, you know, just get blog it, get some people, you know, fucking people, the people that you get on the blog will go check it out. And really, I mean, if you don't do it thinking you're going to get, like, a thousand views the first day or anything like that, but you never know, man. You might have something in you that people enjoy. Just to yeah, I, honestly, I'm not in it for the views. I'm not in it for anything because... My shit gets like maybe ten or twenty hits a uh, whole interview, and I'm just like, "Thank you for listening. I love you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. And that's more personal, man. Like, it's really cool when when you get like a few views because you can tell, you know, what I mean, who's really supporting or who's really into it. Um, I mean, but we, the more you artists you work with, bro, I mean, I'm sure you're gonna start building up something, dude, because we need more people doing stuff like this. It's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, man. You should you should hit up to a new awesome podcaster too. Uh, I, think yeah. I, I think I have, I think I have, uh, I was supposed to do it a long time ago with them, but I don't think they ever really got back to me again on it. I was supposed to go with Honda one time. Okay. And I didn't get to go because I was working. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since then, they really haven't talked to me again or anything like that, which I got no problem with, but I, I'll hit them up, you know, I'll see what's up with them. I went on Quake yeah, last dude. time too, the, the other, I forgot what it's called. Real Culture, I think, yeah. I don't think I know them. Oh, they're they're pretty cool. They got some cool stuff. Yeah, and uh, when can we when can we hear some new music? I know you just said that you had released a single, um, but do you have anything more in the works with Hantrovia? Yeah, bro. Hantrovia? Uh, yeah, dude, I'm sitting on a ton of music, bro. I can I could probably not lay down any other music for the rest of the year and still drop at least like twice a week. You know what Holy I mean? Like smoke. I like I'm sitting on a ton of music, bro, and I, I'm ready to drop it. Like I'm just trying to do it like where it's moderate, so people can at least consistently hear the same amount. 
Um, I got music with Trap Junkie. I got music with my boy Ruckus or Dank Sinatra. Um, and I got some other features that I just haven't really dropped because I haven't really got the okay from the other artists and stuff like that. But, man, I'm sitting on some, some gold, man. I'm I'm ready to drop. Oh, dude, you just reminded me. There was a song that you did with, uh, was it Killer Matt? A song Killer with Killer, was it Killer Matt or? Uh, Trigger Matt. Trigger Matt, yeah. Yeah, My dude. City? Yeah, dude, that song was, like, when I heard it, I was like, dude, that was freaking dope. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's a, that's a throwback one, man. It was, it was an awesome song, bro. It was a great fucking track. I enjoyed making it. I came up with the hook, the whole idea and everything, and helped Honda write his part on there. Trigger Mac came over, laid down his verse, and we just made history from there on that song. It was a badass song, bro. It was awesome. I just, I, I don't really push it that much anymore just because everything ended and shit. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, yeah, that, that song was fun, bro. Like, when I came up with the hook, I definitely got inspired off Nate Dog. You know what I mean? Like, it was definitely Yeah, yeah, I, I, could, like, I could hear that, bro. I could hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I posted like it's the one two five and the five oh nine and we are just gliding us both. I just did it like I've always talking in a deep voice type shit and it just came out. Badass. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, why does this sound so familiar? And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I posted, man. I don't want to say I was biting off the sound or anything like that. It was just really inspired off what I would hear on this track if I had access to that voice. Yeah, of course, of course. Exactly. And uh, real quick before uh, before I let you go. Uh, I love to end uh I love to end like you know every conversation with with the fun one and uh if you were stuck with if you were stuck in an elevator with any musician dead or alive who would it be and what would you talk about Damn bro that's a tough one dude I guess if it was going to be one artist maybe Chester Chester Bennington or Chris Cornell bro uh, just to kind of like see what was up, you know. I, I, I mean, I, I'm very in touch with like grunge music. Like, uh, my whole arm is literally like I got uh, Audio Slave, Kurt Cobain, Pro Jam, and uh, Lane Stanley from Alice in Chains. And uh, I mean, I, I, I would maybe pick Kurt Cobain because dude, like, I grew up fucking like that's who got me into like the rock screaming and like fucking like, like well, the grunge sound. You know, I mean, nothing so fucking pure or clean. It doesn't matter if it's pure or clean as long as it sounds fucking like with emotion, then you're good. And but I would maybe pick like Chester Bennington just because of the fact of his knowledge. He lasted a little bit longer into the music career, so I would want to know more about what his standpoint was and why he did what he did, or if he really did what he did. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, that would probably be probably him. That that would be dope, honestly. Like, and then you could go into like you know his writing process and. You know what what was on his mind like when writing like certain songs and stuff. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, and honestly, when I was a kid, bro, I had the the Walkman, the fucking cassette player. Oh, really? Lincoln, yeah. yeah, I had Lincoln Park's whole like album, my cassette. And dude, I would listen to in the end, and I really wanted to sing like Chester in that song when he comes in with the uh, "I put my trust in oh. you." Yeah. Like, that was my inspiration as singing-wise. Like, dude, I want to sing dude, like that. If I'm going to use my clean voice, that's how I want to sound. Dude, that actually sounded pretty good, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, bro, that's kind of what I would, like, would really be inspired by. Like, when I would hear that part, like, man, dude, like, I was, like, fucking, like, maybe seven, six, maybe. Like, dude, this is what I want to sound like. When Then I would really try. And then his screams, too, man. Like, when he screams, like, for a long-ass time, I, I can try it, too. You know, if it's in the mic, I can probably do it. 
So like, I don't know if his scream was like super fucking loud or if he did it like how I do it, but I, I like to compare my scream to his when I do it. And if not, I try to get it as raunchy as I can to there. Yeah, and honestly, I think I saw on TikTok, uh, like, Tester, like, streaming for, like, 11 or 15 seconds. Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I tested like, it out Whoa. to see if I could do it, like, and I did it, but I compared, I did it with his voice in the back, so I really don't know how good it sounded. Oh, but I okay, could definitely yeah. do it, like, for that long. Maybe if I get a good mic. I, I'm, I've been pretty good at screaming on the mic. Do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I've been kicking the sickest look. Hell yeah, bro, that's awesome, and, uh. And where can we find you? Where can we find you? Um, so I mean, you can follow me under Hancho Villa. Um, you can follow my brother's Trap Junkies. Uh, I'm also with Reverie's Echo on YouTube. Uh, Hancho Villa nine five six shit. Uh, on Instagram, I'm under Hancho Villa nine five six six six. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. You look me under Hancho Villa, and I should pop up. Hell yeah, man! I want to thank you for uh, for being on here tonight and. You know, it was it was so fun. Like, man, I I, I think I'm gonna go listen to some more of this fucking Hancho Villa shit because it's good as fuck. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Thank you for having me on too, man. I appreciate the support for real, bro. And I'll share your stuff, dude. Like, I, whenever you got anything dropping or anything like that, just tag me, bro, and I'll help push it, man. Hopefully, we can get you some more views and some more followers too. Yeah, man, it's all it's all good. Like, whether whether they come or not, or whether. Uh, you know, I, I care about the artists, and that's who I want to push. But then again, we should get some more listeners, right? Oh, uh, yeah, man. We'll get them. We'll get them, bro. It's, you got me on here, bro. The most I can do is kind of return the favor by supporting. So I appreciate the support on my music, man. So I, I want to return the favor, dog. So thank you so much. Yeah, man. And I want to remind everybody that thank you for listening. And remember that without music, life would be a mistake.